Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Hey, Greg, I just want to find out before we get to that, has the definition of private citizen changed in 2020? The definition hasn't changed. So nothing's changed in the new year about what we should be doing. Well, but the need for people to fulfill the obligations of that most important political office is greater than ever. And this election, and people say this, but it's true, and we can talk about it some other time, is existential to the, to our freedom, our constitution, and our republic. But and, there, long- and there are things we're going to talk about. Hang in there for the last, very last uh, mention in this show because we're going to talk about some activism that you can do to take uh, to have an impact right here in California. Well, we have on the line with us a very special guest, and as we all know, the lead news of this week has been the death of an austere Iranian military scholar. Yes, that's, and we figured the, couldn't have, couldn't have the best it person to. Help us dissect that and what that means, its significance, and where we go forward. Is another austere religious scholar? No, we don't want to. An austere investigative journalist. Oh, there you go. Ken Timmerman, who's been on the show before, and I know you know him better than I, Don, so why don't you introduce him? Well, I know him only by virtue of the fact that this is the uh, gateway, my gateway drug into politics was the political and uh, military threat of radical Islam. And that's where Ken Timmerman's experience in investigative journalism out of the Middle East and I crossed paths. Ken has since gone on to write some great books. You've got to have them in your library. We're going to give you the promo for a brand new one in a moment. But I don't want to waste any time of uh, any further time. And I want to bring Ken Timmerman in on the line. You can reach him at his website, KenTimmerman.com. We'll tell you about his books throughout the segment here. Ken, welcome to the Unite IE Radio Show. It's great to have you here in the new year. And what a way to start a new year, eh? Uh, it is indeed uh, a wonderful celebration. We finally have a president who, instead of letting uh, people in our embassies hang as they are attacked by uh, terrorists, he immediately sends the reinforcements, he sends in the rescue team, uh, and keeps the, a Benghazi type of disaster from happening. And you, and you know that Benghazi disaster because you wrote about it in your book, Dark Forces, Greg. Right, and I remember... Right. Go, ahead, go ahead, Ken. No. No, no, but that's right. And and uh, and by the way, relevance here is that Dark Forces uh, tells the story of how the Iranians were involved in recruiting the terrorists that attacked our uh, diplomatic facilities in Benghazi in 2012. And guess who was the person behind it all? Qasem Soleimani, that austere uh, military scholar you just mentioned. And we saw, I mean, the, the joke was about how that was how the Washington Post had described al-Baghdadi when he was died, when he was, when he was killed, is that he was an austere religious scholar, not the leader of the, probably the most ruthless terrorist organization on the planet that has murdered people, civilians right and left, thrown gays off roofs, beheaded people. And that's how the Washington Post described him. And you saw the same kind of thing with the death of Soleimani is reflexively they can't even control themselves, is they had to defend the left and the mainstream media and the Democrats had to defend the uh, spark of divinity in uh, Soleimani. Greg, let me, let me just cut to the chase here. Uh, I, I'm sure our listeners have heard way too much of what the Democrats have been saying about Iran, apologizing to Iran, and about Soleimani. Let me tell you the truth about this guy. Because uh, I think it's much it's much more important, and you're, the, our listeners are probably not getting that from the national media. This man has been involved as Iran's terror master in chief for the past twenty years. Uh, he is the one who personally conducts operations against the United States, against Israel, uh, against Saudi Arabia, uh, uh, against Iraq. Uh, he goes to those front lines. Uh, orders his minions around, distributes money, and I mean really large, large amounts of money. And I'll tell you the deal that he's got with the Iraqi Ministry of Finance in a minute. But this man has got thousands of American lives uh, on his hands. I wrote about that recently, both in Front Page Mag and at uh, the New York Post. You can find links to those articles at my website, KenTimmerman.com. But he has uh, you know, just been involved in every single Iranian terror attack for the past 20 years, including September 11, 2001, 
and including Benghazi. It's a very, very complete resume, and it's just when you when you grasp only because I have had the opportunity since 2011 to be have a front row seat via people like Ken Timmerman and the reporting that he's done and the writing that he's done because he's lived it. He's literally lived what's unfold. In fact, I was thinking about this as I was preparing for our time with you, Ken. You literally live a parallel life over in that area because you have spent a significant amount of your life. You understand how these people think. You understand the consequence of what has just unfolded. Like very few people can fully grasp. We're glad he's dispatched. But it's interesting when you talk about terror in chief, because when you hear the media describe him the way that they've described him, in fact, Time magazine came out with an article that said how to talk to your kids about Suleimani and, the, and his death. I mean, and in, in it, yes, it says it, it says he's a terrorist. But guess who he says they write about says he's a terrorist. Trump says Suleimani is a terrorist as if it's now in doubt. The reporting from this media, they're part of the story now. I mean, it's in an incredible way. Yeah. Johnny, this was a truly bad man. And, you know, God sometimes meets out justice to the evildoers. And that's what happened in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, Don, I was on the ground. You said a long, long time leading a parallel life. I was on the ground in Beirut in April of 1983 as a younger reporter. And uh, I was the, one of the first reporters on the scene at that time at the U.S. Embassy when it was bombed by the Iranians, 61 Americans killed. Uh, We didn't respond at that point. We said, oh, the the intelligence is not clear. In October of 1983, uh, the Iranians bombed the U.S. Marines, also in Beirut. 241 U.S. Marines lost their lives in that attack. It was carried out by a guy named Imad Mugniye, who went on to become the chief uh, operational officer of the Quds Force for Qasem Soleimani. We did nothing again. We did not respond to those attacks. Uh, Casper Weinberger, then Secretary of Defense under Reagan, said we don't have hard, hard intelligence on it. Well, I've written in my book, Countdown to Crisis, the coming nuclear showdown with Iran, the type of hard intelligence we did have. We had an intercept from the Iranians to their embassy in Damascus, ordering the attack on the Marines in, April, in October of 1983. And it was held from Weinberger by his military aide, a gentleman named Colin Powell. And Colin Powell was part of the traditional defense and foreign policy establishment who believed, as many others have believed since, since then, if we strike back at Iran for their terror attacks against us, we will ignite a war that will have no end. And I think Donald Trump has just shown that's not true. Uh, we can strike back at them and strike back at them decisively, and the Iranian regime will understand that there is a red line now they cannot cross. Yeah, for they've been killing Americans since the revolution in 1978, and as you point out, it's repeatedly, 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 we turn away while the intelligence isn't solid, we don't want to inflame things, and of course, that's the green light for Iran to keep doing what it's doing. That's right. And, and I, I have argued uh, in print and on air that uh, we need to launch this kind of reprisal attack. We don't have to go to war with Iran. That's not the case. But we do need to show them uh, that they will pay a price when they take American lives and don't dare do it again. I, I, I'm willing to wager right now that the replacement of Qasem Soleimani, his number two who took over uh, immediately after his death, is looking over his shoulder as we speak and uh, is not going to be so eager to engage in an assault on the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, for example, which is what we think Soleimani was planning, because he knows that we know who he is, where he is, where he's going, and he doesn't want to end up as Baghdad barbecue. No, not at all. I want to talk to you, and Greg has, uh, I mean, we could fill hours with you, uh, about how significant the shift in foreign policy this uh, first week of January is for the Trump administration, for his election, uh, for a lot of things. We need to take a break right now to ra- honor our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. 
Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. As long as I'm president of the United States, Iran will never be allowed to have a nuclear weapon. That was how Donald Trump began his 10-minute address to the nation on what has unfolded in the first week of January, the targeted killing of someone who is unarguably the terror in chief as our guest describes him right now we have ken timmerman on the line he's an investigative journalist who literally his career uh was based out of the middle east dealing with iran and things like the nuclear threat that iran posed at least their pursuit to nuclear uh weapons in their arsenal that threat has uh Come to a, a, a right-hand turn thanks to the targeted killing of Qassam uh, Soleimani and the topic of the JCPOA, the nuclear agreement, their pursuit of nuclear weapons is one that should be uh, on our lips. And, uh, Greg, what, you know, what particular aspect of that do you think is important to consider right now? Well, I thought it was interesting to have him. That's how he opened the talk because his speech, when there was no – the Iranian militia attacks that triggered our response, that triggered the bank, the embassy attack, that ultimately led to the killing of Soleimani, was not per se related to the Iranian nuclear program. But that's how Donald Trump started off his speech. And I found that particularly interesting and very important because I think President Trump understands the existential nature of the threat if Iran gets nuclear weapons. And... Um, what say you can? Look, I think that was a pretty clear message to the Iranians, and I think uh, they would have to be deaf, dumb, and blind not to get it. Uh, their nuclear program is under surveillance. Uh, they've got to know that. The United States is watching. The world community is watching. And while they have busted all of the caps of the former very bad Iran nuclear deal, uh, they've got to understand that should they take steps that show that they are weaponizing their technology, uh, they're in for big trouble. Do we have a handle on that? Do we? Would we know if they're because their military sites are off limits under the under Obama's nuclear deal? Would we know if they were breaking out or and trying to build a bomb right now? Well, I think both the United States and the Israelis have surveillance capabilities. And in, in the case of the Israelis, they probably have human sources, which we don't, uh, that are capable of detecting the last minute signs. And when I say the last minute signs, I mean, when you're not when you're actually constructing a work ahead, because they can probably do that in secret. But the last minute signs are when you move the warhead to mate it with a missile. Now, that's really the very last minute. But those signs, I think, we can pick up pretty readily, both by satellite and the Israelis through human sources. And I think it would lead to a dramatic, immediate military response. Which Donald Trump has shown he is not shy about using the military. In fact, it was kind of interesting at that clip that we played began a 10-minute talk, and Donald Trump was purposefully placed in front of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He had both the political, the, uh, um, I want to say, appointed, as well as rank-earned individuals standing behind him making a very powerful statement that um, 
things have are, are things have shifted. What I what I was interested to know is how significant is the shift away from their ability to pursue nuclear weapons? This brand new uh, direction Donald Trump seems to have shown he is willing to play that card. How significant is that shift, and what does that do for the future? Uh, it's a dramatic shift, uh, and it is a shift of 40 years of inaction by the United States. You know, we heard a, a couple of days ago uh, General David Petraeus, who was in charge of U.S. forces in Iraq during the surge in 2008, saying publicly now, or revealing publicly, that he also had Qasem Soleimani, Iran's top terrorist, in his gun sights while he was commanding our forces in Iraq, and he didn't fire. And he didn't fire because everybody was telling him it's going to start a war with Iran. Donald Trump has showed them there are red lines. There are real red lines. Number one, you do not kill Americans. Number two, you do not develop a nuclear weapon. And uh, the president has shown he will act uh, if Iran dares to cross those red lines. And I think the Iranians uh, are starting to understand that. This is, how should I say, this is beginning in educational phase for the Iranian leadership. Well, after a lot of bellicose statements, the Iran's response thus far has been very mild, attacking two Iraqi bases that have some Americans, and the reports are that the Iranians gave advance notice to the Iraqis who gave advance notice to us. That's almost like they, okay, we had to do something, but... They wanted, were trying to be careful not to kill Americans and trigger a further response from President Trump. Right. And, and I think you've got uh, General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, saying on the record that the Iranians did intend to kill Americans. You know, they, had, they actually hit uh, facilities on that base. They hit barracks. They hit uh, warehouses. They had hangars and stuff. And it was only because of the advance notice that the American troops had been taken out of harm's way. Uh, it, it was a very, very dangerous game uh, they played in that strike, by the way, and they were very lucky. The, uh, there, were, there were press reports, and to, to my possible further military action, there have been press reports in the Israeli media that Israeli F-35s have successfully overflown Iran and done practice bombing raids. And because the F-35 has stealth capability, according to the reports, the Iranians never detected them. Can you confirm that? Well, Craig, I wouldn't know anything about that, would I? They're stealthy aircraft. Uh, okay. uh, do you see them over Los Angeles today? They're so stealthy. They're so undercover that not even our eyes can detect them in the skies. Something like that. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, could, that's stealthy. Okay. Could we could we take out the Iranian nuclear program with air with air assets only? Uh, yes. And uh, I think there's no doubt about that. Uh, the question remains, though, would we get all of it? Uh, everybody believes that the Iranians have secret sites that have not been surveilled or not under surveillance by the U.S. and by the Israelis. Uh, Israel has shown that with by finding two secret warehouses where they were uh, stockpiling documentation on their nuclear weapons program that nobody else had known about. So those were warehouses. There are undoubtedly secret production sites or assembly sites we don't know about. And that is the real fear with a kinetic war with Iran is that should we have should we get into a situation where we have to take out their nuclear uh, facility? Would we miss one? And the one that we miss, would that have the missile that's going up in the air? That is the real fear. The sanctions have certainly been hurting Iran very much. Are they enough? especially when the Europeans are, don't want to go along with them to force a change in Iran's nuclear program? Well, obviously, sanctions were not enough to prevent Qasem Soleimani from planning to blow up the U.S. embassy in Baghdad, right? He was under sanctions, uh, had been back on sanctions in April of this year. Oh, by the way, after Barack Obama took him off the sanctions list because he was just a wonderful military historian, as you quiped at the beginning of this, this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this show. Um, but sanctions are not enough to stop them entirely, but sanctions are definitely doing them a huge amount of damage and doing them damage internally. The Iranian people understand that uh, the economy of, of, of the regime is suffering because of the behavior of the regime. 
Well, this is no doubt going to be an ongoing story based on the positions that the media, the Democrats elected in Congress are treating it. Uh, They're going to Iran. I don't know if they're going to change their stripes right away, but I know where to go to get information about what's unfolding. And it's with Ken Timmerman. Thank you so much for being with us. Connect with him at KenTimmerman.com. Absolutely. That's the website to go to and get his brand new book. Ken, what are people going to read in your brand new book? Well, uh, you, the, uh, the one I've got there up on my website, uh, ISIS Begins, is about Iraq, and it also deals with the terror networks in Iraq. And my newest book coming out in March or April is called The Election Heist, about how the Democrats are planning to steal the 2020 election. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more with Ken Timmerman. We'll certainly have you back. Happy New Year, Ken. Thank you for being with us. As we get the new year off to a fast start, we're going to tell you about something that you can do right from home in a moment as we continue on the Unite IE Radio Show after a break from our sponsor. Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, and as they say in Monty Python, and now for something completely different. Boy, are we going to make a right-hand turn here on the topic chart. As uh, we've talked about many times about the triple X sex education that's coming down in the uh, California government run schools, actually across the country as well, and how it's basically pornography. And if you were to show this stuff to children outside of the government run schools, you'd be arrested and prosecuted as a sex criminal. Absolutely. It's it's way bad. So State Senator Mike Morrell has a bill. SB 673 that tries to do something about this and make it a parental opt-in, not a parental opt-out. The story behind SB 673 is that a mother who could not get the attention of her state senator up in the Bay Area ended up connecting with Senator Mike Morrell. She shared with Senator Morrell how difficult it was to access the sex ed curriculum in her school district, how obfuscated the opt-out process was and together they created the bill that now sits in the senate education committee called sb 673 which is designed to do what greg well among other things it requires a parental opt in to the triple x sex ed materials not as you say now a parental opt out and that's obfuscated it's hard to do you they send out a notice and you, with all the other papers you may not see it and you may not understand because they don't label it. Oh, do you want a, your child to opt out of triple X sex ed? It's much more innocuous in how they phrase it. So his bill is sitting in the Senate Education Committee right now. We have a local senator, Connie Leva, who is, chairs the Senate Education Committee. And she is one of nine, I believe, other uh, or it's, it's a shorter list than that. A number of others that you can find the list of senators that sit on the education committee. This is going to be heard on the 15th of January. There's a toolkit and more information located at SB673.org. SB673.org. Go right to that website. There's still time to begin calling Senator Connie Leva, the rest of the senators that are on the education committee. Ask them to bring Senate Bill 673 up for a vote, pass it out of committee, send it to the Senate floor. Need for people to fulfill the obligations of that most important political office, and here's a way 
to do it. We've got an amazing half hour coming up for you with someone who fulfills that role, the most important political office is private citizen. She travels all over the world to bring us the news about climate change. Oh, yeah. An austere climate change scholar. More up ahead on the United IE Radio Show as we continue. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM 590 The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the radio show for the most important political office in the entire country, and that of private citizen. And to one degree or another, Greg, our listeners do live up to that calling. Some uh, are very, uh, let's say, um, you know, calling their legislative, we've asked them to do with SB 673. That's assuming the role. Other people do something, they take that to a whole different level. They take, you know, the responsibility of a, living out as a private citizen and the importance of that role to a whole new level. And that's exactly who we have on with us right now. What was the inspiration for reaching out to the lady who only a few people can pronounce her last name? Yes. Um, Debbie Bacigalupi. That's very good. So Bacigalupi. That's very good. Yes. Yes. You're, you, you're, you got it. Okay. So what I We've not, I've known her for a number of years. She's very she's a great activist, particularly on sustainability and Agenda 21 issues and climate change. And then I saw that she had gone to the big global warming conference in Madrid this, in, in December with, uh, with Mark Morano. And so what... Who's been on our program before. Who's, who's been on our program before. As, as Debbie, um, when she did other th- crazy things like this but in the past. Right, so I reached out to her and see if she could be on our show. And for that week, she was coming back. She was going to be in the air during our show. We went through the holidays, didn't have a chance. So now I did want to get her on because she was there and saw the saw the craziness, saw the uh, lineup of people at the Burger King after we're told that uh, we're not supposed to be eating beef anymore. How so, hilarious. The inside view, and that's why she's on here, and uh, so she's also an overall expert on global warming, a.k.a. climate change, a.k.a. climate crisis, a.k.a. climate breakdown, a.k.a. climate emergency. Take your pick there. Welcome to the show, Debbie. Thank you, Greg. And you know what? That name, climate emergency, climate crisis, you know it's going to morph into the next elevated, heightened, we must act now verbiage. So anyway, be prepared for new terminology coming soon, I'm sure. This is not going to change anytime soon. I know that it's popular right now because uh, certain people in Congress have said we've only got 12 more years before the end of the world. I imagine that the conference, a climate conference, is much more uh, sophisticated than that. And I would imagine that all these people rode coach in order to get there, didn't take private jets. And I would imagine none of these people are using single-use plastic bottles. And I would imagine they all live their lives in in accordance with minimizing their carbon footprint, yes? Oh, for sure. You know, there's no hypocrisy when it comes to the United Nations and all the 30,000-plus 
uh, people who go to these every year, these conferences every year. And, you know, yes, every single year. And so there's zero carbon footprint, you know, when you're out uh, protesting and and uh, pushing the climate alarm alarmism message and that we all must act now. And what does act now mean? Before the year 2030, by the way, the year 2030, when you said 12 more years, that was back in 2018 when Alexandria O'Connorist made the Green New Deal, which is not a new deal. It's an old deal and it's an old raw deal. But she seemed to make that Green New Deal, like the flavor of the day. And back then, it was 12 more years that we must act or we must act now because in 12 more years, there would be climate doom and there would be death all over planet Earth or there will be. And we will never, ever, ever be able to recover from a climate crisis like that coming in 2030 unless we act now. What is act now? Act now is we must change, as Al Gore says, we must have the political will to change climate change. And political will is is all policy. I love the sound effects that you have. That sounds like a dog that's too much fun. That's my dog, Chaco, and he agrees. Oh, how cute that you brought him along to the interview. I love it. It sounds great. As someone said that uh, to, to a dog, every man is Napoleon. <laughs> That's you're gonna brilliant. Have explain, I never, that's, you're going to have to explain that one to me. That's brilliant, Debbie. I never I thought of that. it that way. <laughs> but Well, you know what? You guys are just lucky I didn't bring our cows to the conversation. Because oh. they really have something to say about, you know, supposed burping and farting and causing... You have cows? Money. How dare you ruin Greta Thunberg's childhood? Oh, it's bad. <laughs> who, who was... Were you the person that took pictures inside of Greta Thunberg's tesla where she's it's littered with single-use plastic border bottles and other things was that a hoax from that or was that real no is that awesome or what i did not but i will take credit for <laughs> kian bexby uh releasing that video kian bexby is from rebel news out of canada and he previously had done a, a segment on Greta Thunberg and her father. Remember, back in September, Greta Thunberg and her father were here in the United States. Uh, she had sailed over to the United States. She was coming to the climate uh, summit in New York City uh, in September, I think it was. It might have been October uh, in 2019, right. but I think it was September. But anyway, remember, there was all that media yes. hoopla about her, her sailing and and then if you talk to Mark Morano, you would know that there is just major hypocrisy in, in the staff that she brought who flew over while she sailed over. But anyway, Ken Bexie of Rebel News Canada, he's a millennial. He's also a uh, rancher out of Alberta, Canada. He was just getting started in his journalism career, or if you will, uh, his investigative journalism career, which just came because he sees a need in getting out the truth, as do we. And so anyway, uh, Ian was covering the fact that Greta Thunberg was coming to the United States and then up to Canada two days prior to their election. So this Ian Bexie accused Greta of trying to manipulate a foreign, a foreigner trying to manipulate a foreign election, which is against Canadian laws, against the United States, sure. uh, law, United States as well. So he, he, so the, the Tesla, by the way, is Arnold Schwarzenegger's Tesla, and he right. let Greta, he let Greta and her father and a BBC journalist who was traveling with them uh, use the Tesla. They traveled up to Canada, and it didn't take long for Kian Bexby to find out in Alberta, there's not a lot of Teslas, I guess, there, uh, that, you know, where that that Tesla was. So why do I take credit for this uh, video being released? Because at the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change Conference, the COP25 Conventions of Party Number 25, uh-huh. that was just in Madrid, Kian and his partner, Sheila Gunn-Reed, I'm throwing a lot out there right now, but just bear with me, are banned from going to the United Nations conferences oh, anymore. Okay. They cannot get in. They can't. There's two zones in, in these United Nations conferences. One is called the Blue, Blue Zone, where diplomats, press, people like Mark, people like me can get into if we're credentialed. 
And then there's the green zone. And the green zone is for the everybody else. You know, okay. anybody can get into it. It's free. It's free. And it's where they serve soy burgers. Mm. But in the blue Yummy. zone, they serve Burger King burgers. No, the in the blue meal. zone, they've, no, no, they don't. Yes. In the blue zone. What hypocrites. At five, at five o'clock. Yeah, going back to the hypocrisy. At five o'clock every night for two weeks. Out comes the wine, out comes the meat, out comes the dessert, out comes the big, huge carbon footprint that comes with serving food to thousands and thousands of people. And it's free. All you have to do is sit in a panel discussion or go into a room where they're serving food and you get free food and you get free appetizers and it's really good food. But in the blue zone <laughs> where Ken Bexie and Sheila Gunn Reed, who is a journalist also with Rebel News, who can no longer ever go to a United Nations conference and be a, uh, credentialed, they were reporting from the blue, uh, the blue zone or the green zone. Sorry. Okay. And they were eating soy burgers. So we had an opportunity to catch up with them, we being Alex Newman of the New American Magazine and uh, myself. And we caught up with them. And and Ken, I was just congratulating Ken on this video that he did of Greta Thunberg coming to, two days before the Canadian election. And what happened in this video, and you can go back and watch it, it is worth the watch. Ken tells us, he paid $350 to go. He saw where, where Greta was staying. He found out where Greta was staying because of the Tesla. You know, somebody right. reported, oh, there's a Tesla at this hotel. He went to that hotel and he asked the uh, front desk, how do I get up into that room? Well, he found out that you have to pay $350 to stay in that kind of, you know, up in that level of the hotel. So he took out $350, paid the hotel. This is awesome journalism. This is boots on the ground. Right. You know, it is so good. And I wish more of us, you know, either had the bravery or had the ability that whatever it takes to get something like that done. But what it revealed is that he, he so he went up, he was in the lounge area where Greta was meeting with her father and the BBC and someone else involved that we don't know who it was. And in there, he is asking, he, he, he takes a selfie with Greta. So Greta now thinks he's just a normal person and, and not spying. And, but anyway, he starts to ask her some hard-hitting questions about what are you doing here? Her response is, well, I'm just here, you know, because of climate change. And he says, look, Canada is cleaner than China and India. And why aren't you over in those countries? But you just happen <laughs> to come here two days before the election. Well, anyway, prior to that whole conversation so he's got a great story about that prior to entering it came for the hotel and going up into that room he can um videotape the, the tesla and mm. so fast forward to the madrid conference i know this is a longer story than you probably had anticipated and but it's important credit for it <laughs> yeah he can shows us he's i i congratulate him i say thank you so much for that reporting it's just incredible and he says, oh, he says, I've got this video. And he shows us the Tesla video. And he says, I haven't done anything with it. And I'm like, no. are you kidding me? You have got to do something with this. And he's like, I don't know if it's appropriate. And I'm like, it is so appropriate. You have to get that out there. So anyway, Ken came up with an idea at the, in the green zone, you know, where you can only get soy burgers that, you know, change your hormones. But right. he came up with the idea of, you know what, I'm going to interview people here who obviously are here because I think plastic's bad, climate change is caused by man, and we all have to act now, and, and politically we have to have the will to change, you know, the, transform the entire globe into this global governance system headed by the United Nations Environment Program, but long story short. And so anyway, he went around and interviewed a bunch of people about the hypocrisy of this Tesla. He called it uh, climate contraband and in this tesla in arnold schwarzenegger's tesla that was being borrowed right. by greta and her father there was plastic there was plastic spoons there were plastic straws there were plastic bags plastic and bottles so Sing single-use plastic bottles it's like kryptonite to the uh, environmentalists yeah exactly and so it's just awesome reporting 
turning, you know, showing the hypocrisy of these talking heads who are trying to, you know, use oh every climate change. You know, it's it's windy right now where I am. So, you know, somewhere in the world that's causing a climate catastrophe. And so, you know, and it's going to cause human deaths. And yes, and it'll be apocalyptic. And Greg, so now you know why we love to have Debbie Bacigalupe on Unite I Radio because it gives us. Just the opposite. I got a pedicure while you know we were hearing the story. Greg, uh, no, that is it, it, that is an amazing story, and there's a lot more ahead with Debbie Bacigalupe on the Unite IE Radio Show as we continue after a word from the person that sponsors this half hour. All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are true. The kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We have on the line with us Devi Bacigalupi, who exemplifies that statement. And she we invited her on specifically because she had attended the big Madrid Global Warming Conference. We've been having some fun at the Global Warmer's expense about the hypocrisy of eating Burger King and riding around in SUVs and flying private jets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but, but it's, it's not all fun and games. There's some really serious stuff behind this. And what is your, coming away from the Madrid conference, Debbie, what should we be worried about that goes beyond just Greta Thunberg's and Al Gore's and Barack Obama's green hypocrisy? Well, as you can see, when it comes to news, climate change is never far from being the topic du jour. And there are things happening now, you know, like the impeachment conversation and war crimes conversation. But the goal that of Madrid and the goal of all these climate change conferences, whether it's United Nations Habitat, which I've been to that one, whether it was the Salt Lake City conference that happened in August, which was the first time in world history that the United Nations has held a major conference in the United States of America. This is a big deal. And or if it's a, um, you know, a, a environment program conference, all these conferences lead up to one thing, and that is to get everybody on the same page when it comes to climate policy. And I can tell you, Greg and Don, that right now, Nancy Pelosi and crew, as Nancy Pelosi said herself at the United Nations uh, conference in Madrid, she was there on day number one, is for climate legislation. And the only way that they can possibly get climate legislation through is by voting, getting their people in office. This is why you see the rise of the Sunrise Movement, which you have Alexandria Communists as part of that, which you see the rise of the brand new Congress Movement, which Bernie Sanders is totally behind. You see the the rise of what they call sister districts. You see the result, all these new uh, groups, these young groups, and they're young, which is key, is to change the future, trans- fundamentally transform the United States of America to go along with the world socialist, social engineering uh, uh, programs. And the way that they're having success, you guys, is through climate change, because there's so many people who have been fed so many lies that they're starting to believe it. You know, just like when you had Mark Morano on the show, I'm sure he talked about the 97% of scientists and what absolutely. a lie that is. He absolutely did. So, yeah. But if they repeat the lie enough, people truly, truly start to believe it. The only person who really has been talking about climate change and kind of the nonsense, although today when 
with Donald Trump. Although today in a press conference, I don't know if you saw it on the uh, he is his administration is transforming the National Environmental Policy Act, which is so harmful to ranching operations and farming operations and anything you want to build because you have to go through this sometimes decade-long process of environmental review. That goes wow. right, ties right into the climate change um, scenario that human beings are causing such devastation on planet Earth that it's actually changing the temperature as if there was a knob, like a thermometer or a thermostat, rather, that you can turn up and down. So um, Trump did say today, he was asked, you know, do you think that global warming is a hoax? And he said, nothing's a hoax. He said the environment is very important. But up until that statement, Trump has really, and and I know that Mark uh, feels the same way as I do, uh, Trump is the only one bold enough in Washington, D.C. to try and combat this climate change uh, rhetoric that that will, with the Green New Deal, I guarantee, guys, we are going to get portions of the Green New Deal, whether we like it or not, because it is coming by popular demand. And this is what I'm going to urge to all listeners, to be like Kian Bexie, who did this awesome investigative journalism to expose the lies, the nonsense, the hypocrisy that is, for example, this Greta Thunberg, who is 17 years old and got person of the year. Why? Because of climate change. They need to keep this climate change hoax in news. They need to keep it in the news cycle because the indoctrination is working. And so their goal is to get people out to vote. And you're going to see, I think, the most raucous year um, as far as voting that I've experienced in, in my lifetime and probably yours as well. Oh, absolutely. This is a war and, far, and climate change is, is, is only part of it. But there's a recent poll that shows asking people what they're willing to pay for global warming. $2 a month tax on electric bills. No, 51%. Adding to the national debt, no, 57%. Increasing gas taxes by a whopping 10 cents a gallon, no, 64%. $10 a month tax on electric bills, no, 71%. Increasing the gas tax 25 cents, no, 74%. So you have to question whether people, if they seem they say, yeah, I believe in global warming, do they really believe it if they're not willing to even spend a dime? Well, and I want to, I need to interject here because we got a we got a hard break coming up. I, here's what I believe: I believe when it comes to your money, you need to put it behind people like Debbie Bacigalupi and, and and organizations like this that are out there gathering the, the the new the real news of these events and what they mean and their implications in our lives uh, that are doing that on their own dime. Uh, the Agenda 21 Challenge is a place you can go to on GoFundMe. The Agenda 21 Challenge to donate to the effort to keep this kind of information at our fingertips because Debbie does Debbie and the folks associated with this are organizing this fundraiser to help uh, raise awareness about this stuff. Debbie, thank you for your work and for being available to us here on the United IE Radio Show. We'll have you back because this is not going away, is it? Nope, it is not going away, not anytime soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you for your time. More up ahead, something you can do right now. Call the Senate Education Committee. We'll tell you why as we continue on the Unite IE Radio Show after a break. After this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. Those of you listening to our radio show right now that have enjoyed hearing from Debbie Bacigalupe, that have enjoyed the analysis of Ken Timmerman, we're asking you to do your job now as private citizens. Mike Morell has written SB 673, and it's a bill designed to restore parental rights by putting control back in the parents' hands of the opt-out 
process, opt in or opt out. Mike Morrell's bill asking for the opt in, getting parents to say, yes, I want my kids to have this uh, twisted education. Who would do that? Right. And then transparency, having the the uh, curriculum of the sex ed curriculum under the California Healthy Youth Act post uh, posted on the Internet. We're asking you to call, Greg. Yeah, and the only problem with posting on the internet is you have to be over 18 years old to see it and have a credit card. <laughs> yeah, this is just insanity. You know, we can't talk on the radio about what kids are getting ready to be taught. This bill sits in the Senate Education Committee right now, and oh, you can go to the website, sb673.org. It's a toolkit of resources. You can learn more about the bill itself. You can learn more about what's going on with uh, this whole area. And right on the front page are all the members, one, two, three, four four, five, six, seven of them of the Senate Education Committee, their numbers, we're asking you to pick up the phone. Go to that website, pick up the phone, and call them and ask for them to pass SB 673. The hearing is going to come up on January the 15th. It's the perfect window to exercise your right and your role as the most important political office of the entire country. Absolutely. And what's more important than our children and the next generation? Certainly the enemy, certainly the Democrats, certainly the left understand that. Hence the indoctrination on climate change, as we were talking with Debbie about, as well as the triple X sex education to undermine Christianity, to undermine parental authority and undermine the family and remove all moral guidelines on sexuality. There's never been a civilization that has not had moral guidelines on human sexuality. So join us in the new year by kicking off a little exercise of that political muscle. Go to sb673.org, scroll down, see the names, call them, call them all the way up to the 15th. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Unite IE Radio Show. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. AM 590, the answer.